Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. J.R. Spear. R. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creep Podcast show. And today, I have Wade Wild. She is a TikTok marketing and trends expert. She has helped over 400 clients grow their TikTok accounts through consulting and courses with a community of virality approach. She specializes in helping brands and business owners use the app as a social media marketing tool to generate more leads and sales. Also known as the queen of trend alerts, Wave specializes in helping brands understand TikTok culture and trends. Wave has built an audience of over 30, 315,000 followers across her social media platforms. She is regularly appears on national TV and speaks on top rated podcasts and social media summits. Welcome, Wave. I'm excited about uh, getting you on here because I am new to TikTok and I was like, what better way to learn how to use TikTok than having someone on my show that's actually teaching how to use TikTok. So selfish reasons for me, but I'm sure a lot of people are trying to figure out this world. And that's what that's what attracted my attention when I saw you on a friend of mine talking about TikTok. I was like, man, I need to learn myself and I'd rather learn from the professional herself. So thank you for being here. Amazing. Yes, I'm so, so happy to be here and talk TikTok. I could talk TikTok all day long. Yeah, eat, sleep, breathe it. Very cool. So before you got into social media marketing, I want to know a little bit more about you as a person. So tell me what you were doing before. And you can start wherever you want, just professionally, whatever. But kind of take us into the world before you started doing social media marketing that led you to what you're doing today. Yeah, well, that could be a long story. Uh, so I'll try to keep it a bit short. But uh, I, I pretty much did a pivot. I did a pivot in March 2020 when the world went into lockdown. So I have had a photography business on and off over the years. I've given up on it and gone back to it. And in the past few years before COVID, I was specializing in personal brand photography. Uh, so helping business owners create content, video, and photography. And uh, yeah, um, I had you know some success. A lot of failures with that was kind of struggling with some things in that business, more actually mindset stuff um, that was really holding me back. But yes, when COVID happened and the world went into lockdown, I had to, you know, return some deposits, give money back, wasn't really sure what was going on. I uh, had to travel for some of that work and, you know, we couldn't travel then. So I actually had a friend who was an Instagram coach who said, you know, you should really get on TikTok and just see what's there. Like, see what possibilities are there. You know, it's very new. There's a lot of potential for business owners. You can use it like a social media marketing tool. And so, yeah, I got on it and I really love the culture of it because it's a lot of fun and you can be creative and the music's there. And at that time, you know, Instagram didn't have that. Instagram was pretty boring. Uh, so that's what really appealed to me on TikTok. And I started playing around. I was posting like some photography stuff, some personal branding type of stuff, uh, mindset tips and and I had a few videos go semi-viral and that's what gets you hooked on TikTok. You have some videos that perform really well and you're like, oh my God, this got a hundred thousand views. I wouldn't call that viral now, but back then that was a big deal. And that just got me so hooked on the app and 
I started sharing some of my success with my Instagram audience. And then I was getting lots of questions, right? Like, how are you using this app? Like, what can you do with it? Um, you know, what should I be doing with it? That kind of thing. And it was like light bulb moment. I was like, I could teach this to other business owners and I could help other people make more impact with their business. And I got super excited because I have a bit of a background in personal branding, being a personal brand photographer. And I taught some personal branding strategies in that business. And when I came to TikTok, I saw like how important it is to have a brand there because everybody's trying to stand out. And um, I thought, you know, I have some really unique things that I could bring to this and unique approaches. And I started testing strategies and yeah, that was, that was it. I just went all in, became obsessed, started learning everything I could about TikTok. And yeah, that's, that's it really. <laughs> so I have a uh, several different questions I wrote down while you're talking. And the first one that I want to ask is like, what is the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs or people make on TikTok? Oh, gosh. There's if you just so give like many. one or two or two. Oh, my gosh. So many. Um, okay. So we could break it down to when people who are new to the app or coming from Instagram and that type of culture is that they don't really understand the TikTok culture uh, or how to really make short form videos that get attention. So, you know, one of the biggest differences between Instagram and TikTok is that on Instagram, you already have a relationship built with your audience. Like people follow you for a reason, they know you, and they're going to be more likely to engage in your content. Uh, when you are on TikTok, it's a discoverability-based platform. So you're, you're trying to appeal to strangers, right? You're, we have that for you page. That's the main feed of TikTok where you vertically scroll through videos, watching content and seeing all kinds of different types of content creators. Immediately yeah. that comes to my mind when, when you said that was like, because I'm thinking about my content. I'm like, oh man, I'm doing the same content that I do on Facebook, which I build a community. That's my main platform. Yeah. And everything is about like talking about different strategies and stuff. I'm like, the people aren't going to listen to my strategies because they don't know me. But the people on Facebook know me. Yes. So, and on TikTok, right, you need to appeal to strangers on their For You page, right? People are always talking about like, hey, you want to get on the For You page? Then like, well, there's not just one For You page. Keep that in mind. There's billions of For You pages. Every For You page is curated to that user and will show them content that they like so that they can stay longer on the app. So you need to appeal to strangers who don't know you. So there's like, it's like a cold audience, right? So you need to get their attention. You need to keep it short and snappy and dynamic and either highly educational and valuable or more of the entertainment based, right? And so if you can make people feel something that is really key, if you can help them learn something, understand understand a concept, if they um, feel an emotion, anything from a positive to a negative emotion, that is good, right? So you want to grab their attention so that you can convert them to a follower or to a sale. Okay. So how do you, this is probably the, the big secret um, question. How do you get like someone like me, I'm, I'm the very direct type A person and I'm all about business and I don't really entertain too well. What are some things that I can possibly do? Because you're in the business side too, but what type of things are you yes. talking about? Yeah. You have to have so, all these apps. 
to to no. like put these videos together because to me not, not at all there's lots of creative ways that you can um educate and be entertaining so one of them is uh and this is very unique to tiktok and it's part of the culture is what i call role play videos or character skits so that is typically when one person acts out um a skit uh, two characters or maybe three characters. So I can do an educational video kind of sharing something that they can learn. And then I'm pretending, right. That I'm being the other character. I'm sorry. I'm not explaining that. Well, I'm totally <laughs> butchering this podcast. I've only done a hundred, like hundreds of them, but okay. So, uh, character skits, right? So this is when one person plays two or more characters. So it's really, really great because people, when they're watching a skit and it's kind of like a story, people forget that they're watching like an educational video, right? And time goes by and that gets you more watch time. So it's a little bit more entertaining to do it in that skip format. How do you do the skip format? I always see it, but I'm like, okay, do you have to like shoot your video with your camera and then pause it and then do something else and pause it? And then you have to use an editing tool to bring it together. That totally blows yeah, my mind no. because I see people do that all the time. I'm like, I don't have the time to figure this out. It's actually really easy. So the first thing I recommend is that you write out a script. So you have your lines for character A and character B. And then what you want to do is film all of your lines as character A, right? So you're shooting uh, separate clips within the app, right? So you're saying your line and then you're stopping. So instead of going back and forth, right? Because sometimes there's outfit changes, you do everything as character A. And then you would sh shoot all the lines of character B, right? Well, you'd go change your clothes, whatever, put on a hat, glasses, something that makes you look a little different. And then you would sh uh, shoot all of your lines in character as character B. Then through the app in the adjust clips feature, all you have to do is take your finger and drag the clips around, like in the timeline, and just move the clips so that they are in the correct order. Um, and then you would just trim them all up um, so that they cut directly from one kit clip to another. So you just totally blew my mind. Yeah. So that's all done within the TikTok app itself. Yeah, it is all within the app. Um, the app, it has an, um, has amazing capabilities. It's like the most advanced video editing app inside of another app, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of tools. And this is why sometimes, you know, people are really intimidated by TikTok because it is a bit of a learning curve, especially if you're making your videos in the app, which I do encourage, you don't have to. A lot of people will make stuff outside of the app and repurpose to multiple platforms. But um, if you do make them in the app, then you get to use a lot of the effects and the tools and those help to make your videos look more native to the platform, which is a part of the culture and helps them to perform better. Yeah, so when I do, whenever I make edits, like add sound and even text and stuff on the, the app itself, it saves it to my iPhone. So like, I, I can still repurpose it, that finished video anyways. Is that not right? You can, but it does save it with a watermark. So what most people do is uh, in the in your video, you can hit a button called copy link in the settings, and then they use watermark removal tools and repurpose it for Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts, uh, yeah. Pinterest, Idea Pins, all that, that type of thing. Because, awesome. you know, TikTok content actually works really well on other platforms. But if you take, you know, Instagram Reels, it doesn't always translate to the culture of TikTok. Yeah, that's really cool. My next big question I have for you, like, what are the best practices? Okay. Um, well, uh, so for one thing, uh, TikTok is rewards consistency. And they say that all the time. <laughs> so, so, so it how, is how not. Yeah. So. It is not an app where you can just 
post a video, go away for three days, post another video, go away for a week. You should be very consistent in daily uploads. Hmm. So that does tend to freak people out that you need to make one to two. Some people will recommend three, four, five, 10 videos a day. I don't recommend that. I'm all about quality over quantity. Uh, So I do recommend one to two videos a day. Now that also can be really overwhelming and intimidating for people new to the app. So I have tons of strategies for how you can make videos really fast. And the other thing that you want to keep in mind that the culture of TikTok is not polished. People make videos lying in bed, no makeup on. People make videos in their car. You see all kinds of people sitting in their car, just talking or making a video. People make videos when they're eating, cleaning, when they're doing things. It actually makes them look more natural and in the moment. And TikTok's all about that authenticity. So nobody's looking for you to be in full hair and makeup and professional lighting. It's just, it's not, there are some people who do that and maybe that's your brand. Uh, However, it looks, it tends to, especially when starting out, to, to be more in the moment and less polished. Yeah, I, I'm struggling trying to get like likes and followers and things like that. But I, I've only been on there for maybe a month now and uh, trying trying to get up. And I'm just like, how in the heck do people get these videos and how do they get them up there? Yeah. So, okay. So going back to the best practices, then keep your videos short when you are new to the app because people don't know who you are. Um, okay. So here's another thing uh, I want to say about that. I'm going a little bit off on a tangent. Uh, yeah. Your username. When you are new to the platform, Okay, I completely understand if you want to keep your username consistent across all social media platforms or you have a brand, uh, you know, and you want to keep it that. But however, I have worked with many, many clients when their username is uh, relevant to the content that they make, they tend to do better when really new on the app. Because remember on the For You page, people who don't know who you are. When I first started TikTok, I was TikTok Growth Tips. That was my username. That's what people see on the For You page. Then I changed it to TikTok Biz Tips to try to get more you know, specific to my target audience. And I was TikTok Biz Tips for ages. So obviously when people see that, like they don't know who I am, but they see TikTok Biz Tips, like, yes, I like that type of content. I'm going to follow because I want more of that. Now, however, you know, over the years, I have changed it to Wave Wild, my name, because I'm building a personal brand and that's what I want to be known for as this TikTok coach. But so in the beginning, that is one thing I always talk about with my clients. Like, are you willing to make that change? You don't have to keep it forever, right? Um, I didn't keep it forever. And then the other thing is uh, your video length, right? So keep it short. Because <laughs> uh, when you're new to the app, people don't know who you are and you have to build that trust and credibility first. So I recommend around 15 seconds and that also tends to really freak people out and I have strategies around that, but you have to remember it's short form content. It is not long form content. These are just bite-sized little nuggets of information. You can use them, and a lot of people do, to drive it to longer form content. If you have a YouTube channel, a blog, whatever it is, you can say one tip and then say, you know, I have more details uh, on my latest YouTube channel, go subscribe and watch, that type of thing. So you drive it to your longer form content. These are, it's snackable. It has to be snackable. People need to be able to understand what you're saying in a short amount of time. So you want to be really clear in your language. So what this really is, is copywriting. It's copywriting. All A lot of what I teach is actually copywriting in a way. 
Uh, Cause I get a lot of my video, my um, clients to script their videos. And that doesn't mean like sit there as a talking head and read like a robot, uh, like a teleprompter. It's just having an idea of what you're going to say um, and having a clear message and purpose for that video. Yeah. So I'm 15 seconds seems really hard for me for a video. I'm good at doing like 30 to 45 uh -huh. seconds, maybe a minute, but 15 seconds. I'm like, how do you even get a point across to you can. Well, uh, so here's an example. Me, so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> three mistakes you're making in your TikTok bio. Number one, one sentence. Number two, another sentence. I'll say three is my last sentence. That'll be 15 seconds. And I'm chopping up those clips. So this is another thing, another best practice. I see a lot of people who are new to the app that they do this. They just talk, ramble on like it's an Instagram story. It's not um, for 30, 40, a minute right? Long one clip. If you notice on TikTok, people are constantly clip, uh, cutting up their clips to keep it dynamic. So I say a sentence and then I cut and then I change my position a little bit. Maybe I'm a little closer to the camera. Maybe I'm further away. Maybe I actually handheld my camera just a little bit. So there's a little bit of motion. You'll see a lot of this like quick, I do this in a lot of my videos, quick zoom in and zoom out. Uh, on a cut, that kind of thing. It's to do, keep do it dynamic. Do you do that directly in the app guys. or are you using a third party? Oh, app? in the app. No. Nope. So when you're making app. it, I never made a video inside the app. I always use like CapCut or BigView or yeah. something like that. Um, nope. It's, I, I do like 95% in the app. Yeah. So how important is video or not video, Um, the type of music that you add in the background? Because I heard that's really important because like you find like the most listened or the viral video or soundtracks or whatever from the TikTok. So I've been trying to add yeah. those things, but I'm not seeing a big difference from yeah. So music is really important depending on what the purpose and the goal of the video is. Uh, now I do a lot of straight up educational videos. I never use me. I rarely use music in my videos. Um, so I think, and this is another mistake I see people do when they get on the app is they start to become really hung up on all the strategies. So when I'm talking strategies, I'm talking things like which hashtags to use, which sounds to use, what time do you post? And those are good things to consider. But the first thing you have to focus on is the content, is the message. Because we know for sure that if you can get people to watch your videos, to like, comment, share, save them, they will get more views. That is what determines your video performance. Watch time being the most important of those, hmm. right? Yeah. So you want to focus on your content. What, it, what are you saying or doing in the first three seconds to grab people's attention and to get them to stop scrolling? What is the message? How are you making them feel? Are you giving them value? Are you making them laugh? Hmm. All those types of things. Are you getting them to share an opinion? That's a big thing. Are you being a little polarizing? Uh, that's a big thing on TikTok uh, is, you know, uh, what I, you know, I, I teach these hooks to help get like, to get more engagement. Like, is it me or did you notice blah, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because people will respond to that type of stuff. That's interesting. So you just relate that to your niche. Yeah, well, what about yeah. captions? Captions, again, is another strategy. They are important. So a few things to know about the caption space is that everything in that caption space is searchable. Okay. So some people have 150 characters, some have people have 300, some have 500. One thing about TikTok that can be a little bit frustrating is that 
you don't have the same features as everybody else. It's all dependent on location and uh, device type, and some features come and some features go. So I've always had 150 spaces, uh, characters in my caption. I've got clients who have 500 spaces. It's just random how they test and roll out features. Uh, so in that caption space, everything is searchable. So you can use keyword strategies, right? Um, because say, for instance, you're doing a tutorial on how to make like, a messy bun and you type in messy bun in the search, you'll find videos that come up that have that in the caption space. So it, it's very like SEO friendly. Yeah. So when it comes to captions, I'm assuming if you want it to be searchable, you have to use the captions feature on the TikTok app. If you use something like CapCut, no, so, pull that up. So um, just to be clear, I am talking about the caption space in your video, not closed captioning. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So people get confused with that. So closed captioning, that's um, another thing on the app. I do recommend doing closed captions for a number of reasons. However, I actually don't do closed captions on my videos because I type out all the text and I move the text around the screen and that's like my style and that's how I like to do it. And I, I don't like the look of the captions. They're just not aesthetically um, that friendly. <laughs> so, but I do recommend using captions if you're not going to type out all the text in your video. Um, yeah. So I'm talking about the caption space where okay. you would say something about your video. Like the info piece. And where you put your hashtags. Yeah. Okay. So one mistake people make is they just put like, you know, 20, 50 hashtags in the caption space. So TikTok doesn't want you to do that. They want you to say something about your video. You only need three to five hashtags. Okay. That's, that's really good mm -hmm. to know because I've been don't, doing hashtags. Yeah. Don't spam the space with all the hashtags and use those relevant hashtags, please. Everything, anything relevant to your content, hashtag FYP, hashtag, you know, these crazy hashtags, FYP viral, they don't do anything for your videos. Well, hashtags really do two things on TikTok. Which is they bad. help to tell the algorithm who to show your content to, and then they categorize your content under that hashtag. Interesting. And that's just like Instagram. So it's a strategy to help tell the algorithm like who, which FYP should you get on? Like who, who will, who should see this content? Yeah. So I've been doing the complete relevant. opposite. I've been doing all hashtags. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's, <laughs> that's pretty normal for you new users. I see that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mm -hmm. I just get on there. I'm like, okay, what, what should I be doing? But this is uh, definitely a huge insight to that. I didn't even know that, that even existed. So I, I have two other questions for you, but like one of them is like, where should someone start? They're just getting on TikTok. I mean, you already gave a lot of valuable information, but what is the first thing that you, that you recommend for all your new clients trying to leverage TikTok? Yeah. So after, you know, you download the app, you want to go to the search tool, definitely use the search. First of all, I'm, you know, you want to make sure that your target audience is there. Uh, probably will be because everybody's on TikTok. Uh, but, you know, start searching words that you use, uh, you know, maybe for hashtags on Instagram. See if, you know, other people in your industry are already on the app. So do what I'm saying is do a bit of research, right? You should do this when you join any social media app. Uh, so do some research and start consuming content, right? Get a feel for how people are making videos. Honestly, the way I learned how to make videos for TikTok was by 
just watching a lot of videos and noticing patterns and things people were doing. So things that I would look for is like, what are they doing or saying in the first three seconds to get attention? Are they telling a story? Is it, um, is it, there's lots of different video types. There's talking heads, there's music and text with B-roll. Uh, you know, what, what's working for these creators? What are people saying in the comments? Because that is a gold mine of market research right there, what people are saying. Uh, what hashtags are they using? Uh, how are they getting comments? What kind of call to actions are they using? Where are they putting those call to actions? Uh, and then really start just envisioning to see if you could do this for yourself and what that would look like. Okay. Now, how do you monetize it? Uh, so really, you know, it's driving traffic, right? For a business owner, it's driving traffic. There's all kinds of um, creator monetization programs within TikTok. But honestly, if you have a business and you're selling a product or service, you know, it's the same as Instagram, um, any other social media platform where you're just trying to drive traffic to that link in bio. So uh, one thing I work on with all my clients is list building because TikTok's been really, really amazing for list building. Um, you know, I, I did a video and I, I got 4,000 signups with one video. Like that's all organic traffic. That's insane. Yeah. 4,000 signups to a list from one video. Yeah. So I have strategies around that. That's, you know, that's a great way to, you know, for lead gen, um, you can also be making sales, right? You should definitely be making content around your services or your products. Cause if people don't know, like what you sell or what you offer, like how are they going to buy it, right? And you can do that through uh, your videos on the TikTok grid. You can do that through live streaming. You can also do it through TikTok stories. Um, so lots of ways, you know, to to basically be generating leads and making sales. And you do not have to go viral. So uh, I teach what I call a community over virality approach because I've seen this time and time again with students and clients. Like they're not going viral and they're making money. <laughs> They don't have hundreds of thousands of followers. They're making money because we've attracted the right people to their account. And when I realized this on TikTok, I got really excited because I was like, oh, you can use this just like every other social media tool, you know, marketing tool. You don't have to go viral. And it's actually better to not go viral because you just want to attract the right people to you who are actually going to buy your stuff, right? Yeah. Want to attract your target audience. And the through now, I'm not like anti-viral, I would say, but going viral can be great for some business owners. But the problem that happens with a lot of people is that through the nature of virality, because it's so much exposure, 1 million, 2 million, who knows, 20 million views, you are going to attract the wrong people. And then that does hurt your account. And then it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> so it can, it, I've seen it even kill accounts. You know, they went viral for one thing, gained 10,000 followers. And then my client's like, but why is nobody engaging in my fitness videos? That's all I post about. And I'm like, well, you did this post that was very controversial, you know, about a vaccine. So <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So Patrick, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to start over. Yeah. yeah so so uh, when it comes to like links and stuff like that, I also heard the strategy of like, okay, you want to post your, well, no, before links on videos itself. Like when I go on Facebook, I always get like call to actions of some kind yes. and saying, yeah. Hey, comment below, do this, whatever it may be. I'm leading them to like my post, give it, do whatever. I'm not really finding that working too well on TikTok. Okay. So there's a, a few things with call to actions on TikTok. So first of all, there's lots of different ways that you can do call to actions. If you think about it, you can put it in text, you can use stickers, you can verbally say it, you can put it in caption, the video, 
but you don't want to put it in comments. So we know on TikTok, there is a problem with saying link in bio in the comment section. Um, I've tried to get a clear answer from TikTok about that, and I've not received any information on why that is, but I've, I've seen it on many posts, I've tested it out. So what's very common on TikTok is to misspell the language if you are going to say link in bio in the comments. So people say things like blink in Lio. So here's what I mean if this sounds confusing. If you type link in bio, you're responding to someone and you type link in bio as the response, it will look like it appears to you. But if you go look at your account from another account, you will see it just disappears. It's not there. And it looks like that comment was unanswered. So that's what I'm talking about with this comment suppression with Lincoln bio. So people change that. They misspell it. Um, they use emojis. Yeah. So people will also do that in the caption space. They often do that in the text as well. Very cool. I mean, this is a heck of a lot of stuff. And I'm, I know I've, I got your link and stuff like that. I'm going to post underneath the episode for people to get it. And I'm definitely going to check out your stuff because you definitely piqued my interest in like how to how to actually do this even further. Um, so I know that the audience is going to gain a heck of a lot of value from this and they're going to be able to see more about who you are and what you do. And I know you definitely got my attention. So uh, I'm sure everyone else is there. You're going to get theirs as well. But, but a big question that I always ask someone is what is your creed? Meaning what is the one thing you're most committed to? That you're going to be resilient even through the most difficult times that you're going to show up every day, giving your best and have the emotional and physical discipline to complete your mission. So what is your creed? Yes, I love this question. Um, I'm going to say it's my dedication to serving because I truly want to help everyone be successful, like my followers, my clients, my students, strangers, and you who are listening right now. I have seen the power of TikTok change lives for business owners. And if I can help people make more impact with their message, their products, or their services, make the world a better place, like that's where I'm going to keep my focus and commitment. So even in, um, even in times of fear, right? Uh, every entrepreneur feels fear, right? They either they're holding themselves back. They have thoughts about like, oh, uh, you know, what is this person going to think of me? What will people say? If you think about it, fear is self-serving. Mm. And I didn't come up with that quote. I can't remember who did. But if you, you know, what I mean by that is there is no fear when your mission is to serve. And mm. that actually helps me a lot, <laughs> like every day. I look at that. There is no fear when your mission is to serve. So you want to let go of whatever is um, uncomfortable for you and throw yourself into service. And if all you do is think about the person that you serve and knowing that this person is experiencing some pain um, and that they could use help, in you, all you care about is reaching that person. So I hope that makes sense. No, I love it. I'm actually stole that quote, and I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that because it's it's very aligned with what I believe. I mean, I so I teach something called a C four conversion process. It's always the first one is connect, the second one is commit, but it's committing to serve. So which mm -hmm. aligns with a, a lot of what I do. So I, I love that. That's really good. So how does someone get in touch with you? So I mean, how they? I mean, I, I got a link to your website that you sent me or, or something like that. But what is the best yes. way? that someone can uh, get in touch Sure. With. So, you know, um, first of all, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Wave Wild. Uh, through my website, you can contact me. That's probably the best way. Um, yeah. And I also have uh, a TikTok Facebook group, TikTok for Entrepreneurs, which is a really great community. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here on the show. You gave a lot of valuable information. I definitely took away a ton of uh, golden nuts and <laughs> nuggets, and I know that the listeners will as well. Did you have any last minute comments that you want to be able to say to the audience? Uh, if you are not on TikTok, get on it now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, let's get on TikTok. TikTok let's change the world and let's uh, make a difference. Right, until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with JR Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.